it's not about what somebody is showing you. It's about what somebody knows. Because on the opposite end, we know a lot of people who are winning because it's not about what you know, it's about what you can show. We let it resonate, we let it percolate, we let it shake the snow globe, and then we figure out what's true for us. And so taking in other perspectives is wonderful, but try to cherry pick those perspectives in the genius zone and the expertise that the other person actually has, not what they appear to have. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up in your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. No matter where you are now or where you've been, there is a next level. We bring you seven episodes a week, six of which are solo episodes with Kevin and myself and one world-class guest to help you get there. This podcast is proudly sponsored by our friend and mentor, David Meltzer of The Playbook Podcast. Next Level Nation, welcome back to another very special, as always, episode of Next Level University, where we teach you how to level up your life, your love, your health, and your wealth. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode. It was last week's live podcast, The Importance of Messy Action. Today, for episode number 772, be careful who you take advice from. So when Alan and I roll into the studio on Monday... Usually I say like, hey, man, these are the ideas I have for episodes. What are your ideas? And this week, one of the things I I told Alan was I was on social media and somebody, I don't remember who it was, but somebody I know posted a video of Steve Harvey. And I don't have anything against Steve Harvey. But for those of you who don't know who that is, he hosts Family Feud. He's a comedian. He's an entrepreneur. And what he was saying in this video, he was talking to a group of not children, but like probably freshmen in high school, he was talking to them and he said, I'm going to tell you something that nobody's willing to tell you. If you want to be a millionaire, you can't sleep eight hours a day. There's only 16 hours left if you sleep eight hours a day. And it's like, that's just brutal advice. It's just terrible. terrible. It's terrible. terrible it's terrible. Now, I also saw another post by Steve Harvey today and it was like Steve Harvey on why men and women can't be friends. And it's like, that's just an antiquated, dumb thing. Like, you and I have a bunch of friends that are of the opposite sex. Tons. Right? Like, Taryn has friends that are men. You know? And it's just this interesting thing of, we're in this- He really posted that? He he didn't- Well, yeah, he didn't post that, but it was a, a video of him talking about that. Okay. It's just antiquated. It's very- You have to understand, and this is such an important distinction, and Al and I have learned this- I don't want to say the hard way, but we've learned it the real way. There's the hard way. There's a lot of people out there who are successful, who are famous, who are wealthy, who have influence that don't necessarily know a ton about things outside of their area of expertise. So like just because Steve Harvey is successful and on, and on television doesn't mean he studied self-improvement and personal development long enough to be giving out advice to people who, might think he's correct and they might just take his advice blindly where it's like, and Arnold Schwarzenegger has that, that interesting quote where he says like eight hours is, I don't know the exact thing, but he basically says like, just sleep faster. Yeah. (laughs) Right. And it's like, Arnold, you know, maybe that worked for you, but you don't know the long-term detriments of that. So the point of this episode is this, there's a lot of people out there who have built a following or built a business or built influence that are giving you advice that they quite frankly don't have the 
the expertise to back up like Steve Harvey, maybe he did sleep four hours a night, but that doesn't mean it's the only way to succeed. It's not a holistic approach. And our goal is to bring a holistic approach to next levelness. So, uh, I'm about to be 33 and, and I say this often, like you look back on your life and you reflect. And I would say that, um, Kevin and I, but in particular me, I think I've taken advice, uh, many times that was not sound. And I think life is a constant progression of like, take advice, learn something either from yourself or others, try to implement it. And then it's the scientific method at the end of the day, literally. Okay. I have a hypothesis. I think this is going to work. Let me try it. Oh, it didn't work. Let me go back to the drawing board and figure out a new hypothesis. And then that whole thing. So, you know, I wrote down three big ideas for this episode. 772, be careful who you take advice from. I, I was talking to Kev about this recently in the studio. I feel like one thing that I do think I've been really good at in my life is identifying another person's genius zone and then picking their brain in that genius zone mm. and then trying to apply it to my own life, cater it to my own life, customize it to my own life. Uh, I'll give an example. So one of my my original fitness coach and dear friend, Nate, he I picked his brain for literally years, became a fitness coach, and then kind of customized a lot of what he taught me. And I think improved it to be completely transparent. Um, I certainly made it simpler and easier to apply and, and easier to explain. I should say sleep, hydration, nutrition, training, mobility. My point is though, is that like a lot of times what happens is you see someone as a mentor or a coach or an authority or a credible figure, but that does not mean that they know a lot about, like Kevin said, that arena. So for example, um, you got to have a truth filter. You got to have, you got to have something like, okay, why am I taking advice about this from this person? And so the three big ideas I wrote down, the first one is they aren't connected to what you are. So this is another reason why you shouldn't take advice from other people. And this I've made the mistake of many, many times. Um, I have a lot of mentors. Some of them are extremely successful, multimillionaires, um, unbelievably affluent and educated. And you know they have 50 years of life under their belt, if not more. And so you assume their advice is credible. The problem is they're not connected to what you intend to achieve. And so, for example, um, our dream to bring personal development to as many people as we possibly can through this podcast is not something my mentor, who's a master of business, you know, running multi multi-billion dollar tech companies, like he doesn't know anything about podcasting, right. but he doesn't necessarily know that he doesn't. And so you, you know, he's a mentor to me in one arena, but I got to be very careful not to, not to take his advice when it comes to me and you and what we're trying to achieve, mm. because he's not giving that advice with the understanding of what you and I are trying to achieve. Yeah. Unless you explain it, and even if you did explain it, you'd have to explain it perfectly. So the rabbit hole gets really deep here. So, so my question for you, Kev, is like. When do you know you're taking the right advice from the right person in the right amount at the right time for the right reason? Like, how do you know when it's, mm -hmm. when it's, when it's the sweet spot? I full disclosure. I don't know that I do. I don't know. I think you've helped me realize from a higher sense of awareness that sometimes I do take advice. I think I try to do a good job of taking the positive stuff and just leaving the stuff that doesn't apply. But I think at this point, and I'm, I'm connecting this. I had a client call earlier with somebody who at the beginning of the call was like, look, I don't know. I don't even know if I want to podcast anymore. Like I feel like I'm losing. And it's like, 
this person wants the result that we have, so I can tell them exactly how to get it. So it's almost like the right person is doing what you want to do or has done what you want. The right time is somebody who's ahead of you. They have to be ahead of you. I in that arena, yeah. In that arena, yeah. I can't lead you down a path that I haven't been down. I can lead you, but it doesn't mean we're going to be going the right way. It just means that I'm ahead of you, like I'm walking in front. But if I've already gone through the maze, I can just be like, hey, oh, you're, you're going to do this maze? Cool. Pay me 50 bucks, and I will draw on this diagram the exact way that you should take. And then you, there you go. You'll get to the middle a lot faster. I said that to my client today. I said, I mean this with all the love in the world. Everybody who's telling you this stuff is just plain effing wrong. And I said, do you know how I know? Because I'm winning and they're not. It just is what it is. Like I'm winning at the thing you want to win at. And that's awesome. That's why you're working with me. Like, trust me. And it was a really great call. And this person at the end was like, oh, I feel so good. I feel, I feel back in alignment. It's like, perfect. But there's a bunch of people who are giving this person advice that is unsolicited. So I think yeah. it has to be somebody who is in your, somebody who has a result you want that got the result the way you want to get it. I think that's an important distinction of, you know, you and I have, we have people in the podcast industry who have more listens than us, but it doesn't mean they know more. It doesn't mean they, they have a, they're a better communicators. It doesn't mean they're better speakers necessarily. It means they did something different. Maybe they got lucky. Maybe they, you know, there's a lot of different ways it can happen, but I just think it's like, it's, this is what I would say. It's not about what somebody is showing you. It's about what somebody knows. Because on the opposite end, we know a lot of people who are winning because it's not about what you know, it's about what you can show. Yep. And if I pull up in a Ferrari, you're going to assume I know way more than I do about podcasting. And if, if I pull up in a Toyota Corolla, nothing against Toyota, but you ask me a question about podcasting and I say like, oh yeah, this is exactly what we did. We did this, we did this, we did this, we did this. This is what I would do. And I also like could buy a Ferrari if I wanted to. I just don't want one. That's a different story, right? It's hard. It's hard. This is a hard thing for sure. That's a good point. Uh, in marketing, there's a saying that Kevin and I coined, which is it's not what you know, it's what you can show, unfortunately. Mm -hmm. But what Kevin and I are saying right now is be careful who you take advice from. It's the opposite. It's not what they can show. It's what they actually know. But if you're unaware, you don't actually know what they know. So you got to be very, very careful. Hello, my name is Dr. Taryn McCarthy, and I'm host of the Business of Happiness podcast. When I met Kevin and Alan two years ago, I had no idea of how much impact they would have not only on the success for my business, but also on my life. They've given me enormous perspective and true strategies, true tactics to take in my everyday business plan and in my life plan to make an even greater success. Kevin and Alan, thank you so much. I couldn't even begin to express my gratitude for all you've done for me. And if you're looking for similar mentorship, I highly recommend these incredible experts at the Next Level University. And it needs to be someone that you trust. And the second big idea that I wrote down here is their subconscious might be insecure about you outgrowing them or out succeeding them. Mm. And so for a long time, um, and I'll just be transparent about this, Kevin and I, we're uh, having team calls, team huddles with the NLU team after the live podcasts. And we were getting constructive feedback from the team after those keynotes. And 
eventually I came to Kevin. I'm like, I don't know if that's the right play anymore. And it's nothing against the team. The team was doing their best, but they're not professional speakers. They're not trying to be professional speakers. They don't know that much about oratory or speaking or, or tonality or, you know, powerful pauses or podcasting. Like, so it's, it, it became incongruent for you and I to keep taking that advice because I started to realize that like, not only that, but they're also lo- looking for things to help us improve on. So they yeah. might be like looking for things that aren't really there. Um, or, and again, the opposite, nothing- or the opposite, they might not want to hurt us. It's like, I got good reviews every time. It's like, guys, it wasn't that good. Like it just, I, I could have done so much better. So, and I appreciate it. I appreciate the gentleness. I think it's important because you have to understand too. And, and that's not, by the way, um, I don't think the team is insecure about us outgrowing them no. or, or out succeeding them. But you also do have to understand that some people, uh, this is an example. So I just surpassed my 900th coaching call. And the reason I say that, thank you, brother. The reason I say that is so, so people understand like how many perspectives I have. It's like wild. And there's not a single client ever who doesn't have a problem explaining their goals and dreams to their immediate family. There's no client I've ever had who was like, my family fully supports me. Mm. And I'm so excited and grateful to talk about my goals and dreams with them. It doesn't exist. Now, here's why your family doesn't understand who you aspire to be or your aspirations. They might not agree with your aspirations. I know that when I quit corporate, my mom was not thrilled about that. She thought that was a terrible decision, right? And and the truth of the matter is, is that was a wonderful decision. And we're finally starting to (laughs) prove that. Um, But for years, it was like, what are you thinking? You know, how are you going to go from making $180,000 in 2014 to making zero dollars in 2016, you know? And it's like, why would you ever do that? Mm -hmm. See, that advice was not only um, based on short-term thinking, but it was also based on, you know, her loving who I used to be, not necessarily who I aspire to be. And that's not against my mother. That's just the way it works. And so you have to be careful. Um, And then the third big idea I had here was they simply are not experts. They just most likely aren't. They most likely aren't. Um. I have a s- certain friends and I, I'm telling you, I pick, I cherry pick now. I cherry pick their one thing. With Emilia, it is her intuition. I ask her about relationships and I ask her what her intuition believes because I think her foresight's unbelievable. Um, with Kevin, I ask you about vulnerability. Um, I ask you about different things that I'm going through and growing through in terms of family and interpersonal relationships. And especially I ask you about like when I'm struggling with friendships, like, what do you think is going on here? So really just relationships, honestly, in hindsight, um, Nate stick to fitness, nothing against the other stuff, stick to fitness. I would also ask him about real estate for sure. Um, the, the point is, is that everyone has a genius zone and you got to stay in that lane. Every single mentor, I could go through all the names I've had dozens And in hindsight, if I could go back, I would stay in that lane. I would be much more discerning about who I asked what and at what time, because you start to learn later in life, like, okay, we shouldn't have stopped doing that when we were told not to do that. We shouldn't have taken anyone's advice as gospel. Mm -hmm. Jim Rohn has this great, great quote. He says, be a student, not a follower. Make sure everything you do and don't do is the result of your own conclusion. And so that's what Kevin and I do. I can't even tell you how many times we got off a coaching call uh, with an Evan Carmichael or a David Meltzer or, or whoever. 
And we were like, yo, what are your thoughts on that though? And like, we let it resonate. We let it percolate. We let it shake the snow globe. And then we figure out what's true for us. And so taking in other perspectives is wonderful, but try to cherry pick those perspectives in the genius zone and the expertise that the other person actually has, not what they appear to have. And last thing, just we did an episode, did we do it last week or the week before? Uh, the importance or, or why you have to go all in on one thing. I think it was last week. That, I just want to make sure it's not this week. Yeah. It was last that, week, yeah. That also applies to this on your end. If you're somebody who is a coach or whatever it is that you do, it has to be crystal clear what people should be taking advice uh, about from you. I was on a call today. And a very successful business person that I was I was on their show recently. And he said, Well, the reason I'm doing this, he said, I don't even know why I'm here. Like you sent the invite after the episode. And I was like, honestly, I felt jazzed. I was super excited. So I I figured, well, he's a podcast expert, podcast expert, and which is weird for me to hear. And there's plenty for me to learn here. And we were at a point at the call where I gave him some advice. And he said, Kev, can I be honest with you? And I said, Of course. And he said, That's like directly against what somebody else told me. And then I walked him through like why I gave him that advice and how it, and this is the important thing, how it has worked for us, how it has worked for us. I said, I can completely understand why somebody gave you that advice. That advice is really good for getting listens. It's not good for getting clients. There's a difference. And here's why. And again, but that's because I went in on my one thing and people know what to take advice about. Don't take advice about cars. Don't take advice about real estate. You know, some advice about fitness or relationships, but my one thing is podcasting and that's what I want to brand myself as. So I thought that would be a good, a little, you know, piece that I can attach to this episode as well. Super, super powerful. Uh, everybody reflect on their own life. If you're out there listening, reflect on your own life and say, okay, um, you know, some people gave great advice. Some people took, you know, gave bad advice. I remember someone told me I wouldn't get into MIT, my guidance counselor. And I took that advice. I didn't even apply. I do, I do think that was unintelligent in hindsight. And I've done many mistakes like that. And I won't make those mistakes in the future. So, so contemplate for yourself, ask yourself what your truth filter is and, and who you're taking advice from that maybe you shouldn't, or maybe who you're not taking advice from that you probably should and try to tweak that and hone that just a little more. Next level nation. Uh, we are opening our fifth round of group coaching. When is it, Alan? January, January 4th, <laughs> January 4th, <laughs> 6 PM. Yeah. 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. We're only taking 10 people. We already have several who have signed up. Everything you need to know is in the show notes. But if you want this year to start off different, and I don't even want to say that. If you actually want this year to be different, we all start our years off different. We make our resolutions. This isn't a resolution. This is a genuine change that you can make in your life with a new community, nine other people who want to be next level, a more next level version of themselves. This is for you. Alan and I, bi-weekly, we'll be bringing the fire. And again, behind the scenes, we are more no BS. It's always heart-driven, but even, you know, even more no BS behind the scenes and really just dialing you up to 10. 100%. I, uh, what do I want to say about group coaching? Yeah, being around people who all are committed to who they aspire to be. Kevin and I care more about who you aspire to be than who you used to be and who you are now. We care about who you used to be. We care about who you are now, but we care more about the next level than we do the current one. Being in a community that cares more about who you aspire to be than who you are now is rare. It's very, very rare. Next level university, next level. We care more about your next level 
than your current level. And that's actually very rare. So start the year off right. Join group coaching. It's $147. It's cheap. It's very, very cheap. That's way cheaper than both of our individual coaching. And this time you get a whole team. You get to chat in a WhatsApp group. You're going to get peak performance tracking. There's going to be a mobile app. Um, apply. Nextleveluniverse.com. It's open and ready literally for payment right now. Next Level Nation, our next episode that you will hear tomorrow, number 773. It is last week's live Q&A. How do I fail forward when I'm afraid to get embarrassed? That is a difficult one. I always talk about the fact that uh, one of my biggest irrational fears is walking up to a door and trying to open it and it not opening. Part of failing forward is risking embarrassment, but we talked all about how to get over that. Your dreams are on the other side of that. That's a huge, huge, huge motivator. As always, we love you. We appreciate you. We are grateful for each and every one of you. And we do not have fans. We have family. We will talk to you all tomorrow. Talk to you soon. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you as always for joining us for another episode of Next Level University. One podcast episode can change your life forever. If you got value from this episode, please share it with someone you care about deeply. And we will talk to you on the next one.